Welcome to the Inside the Pylon Quick Kicks podcast for Thursday, August 18th. Mark Schofield and Chuck Zotta with you. And today we're going to be spending some time talking some more college football. Um, we just had a show yesterday about some stuff in the SEC. But Chuck, we're going to look something a little bit different today, don't we? We do have something that is a little bit different here. We're going to be introducing uh, our brand spanking new college football podcast the pylon you podcast before we do that today's show is brought to you by crossover football giving coaches the ability to break down game film to pull stats searchable clips tendency reports and much more from both desktop and mobile solutions to try one game for free sign up for a demo at crossover.com slash pylon that's crossover with a k dot com slash pylon and you get one free breakdown today mark We've got two excellent hosts that are going to be taking care of this show for us. We do, and we're happy to announce, of course, the show is the Pylon U Podcast. And the two hosts of that show are with us right now, Shane Alexander and Jeff Fair, both from InsideThePylon.com. Gentlemen, welcome to the Quick Hits Podcast, the first time as host of your own show. How does it feel? feels great. It feels- it's, something that, <laughs> it's something that I've been looking forward to for three years now since I started this Um and to finally get it all to come together in the right context at the right time with the right co-host under the right organization, it just um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait. I think I mentioned I think I mentioned to Shane right off the bat when we were talking the other day was that uh, it's it's nice to have two hosts with similar college football sensibilities that you know have that have that working relationship right away as far as how we view the game. Uh, and we also are, tend to be fans of two of the most insufferable fan bases in college football. So. We uh, we'll we'll get along famously. Yeah, I mean that's I guess it's it's a contradiction or a counterfactual to the phrase two wrongs don't make a right." Apparently, they they do here with those kinds of fan bases. Shane, I want to start with you. Talk to me just a little bit about your overall relationship with college football uh, and, and how you've developed your scouting habits with with regards to that. I'm from Alabama, so you learn about. God, and you learn about guns, and you learn about football in that order. Um, no, seriously, I've been um, I've been watching football my whole life, and, and like I just alluded to, in 2013, I just you know I decided I don't know it all, but I think I know enough to really go at it and just see what happens. Um, and the NFL draft was my favorite part of it all because it it binds college football with the pro game. Uh, but but talking football and analyzing college football, there's just nothing better, and, and to be able to you know, the tag team up with Jeff and do that year-round where we, we talk about football in season, we highlight players, and then out of season we really go deep and, and full into the draft process. Um, it's just it's, it's an ideal way to do it because I love the idea of breaking down tape in a micro setting, but it's like Jeff and I were talking about this weekend. It's important, I think, to see it in the live context as well and to understand the meaning uh, of what it meant in the moment. And then it's also taking the college football pageantry. There's not a more enjoyable sport. So I've been looking forward to doing something like this for a long, long, long time. And um, and I think with with me being more Southern-based but covering the entire country and Jeff being Midwest, Northern-based, covering the entire country, we'll we'll make sure every I is dotted and T is crossed. Jeff, same question for you. What about your background has could have brought you to this point where you're going to now – Launching this podcast with Shane, dive it into uh, the college football landscape each week. What's brought you to this point? Yeah, I mean, very similar to Shane. I mean, my first my first love growing up was the NFL draft and, and that interaction that the college game had with the NFL game, um, and and how 
what happened on Saturdays affected what happened on Sundays. And that was the first love. But then you come back to college football and you realize, and Dan Hatman touched on it in his podcast, that I mean, college football is truly the, is the, one minor, the true minor league we have for the pro game right now. So evaluating the players, evaluating the tape, but also, like Shane, like Shane said, doing it within the context of what goes on in the, in the whole scope of the whole season, you know, it's a great thing. I, I've coached, I've, I've written for, uh, for a college team when I was at Illinois. Um, so I've been around it in different settings. Um, but I think the college game has something special and something unique, and, and hopefully we'll be able to provide something in this podcast that isn't available right now. And I think, like Shane said, and two with two of our very different backgrounds, you know, in that fateful night in 2013 when Alabama took my my Irish to the house, um, we'll be able to look past that with uh, with both of our our overall viewpoints of the college game. So we're looking forward to it. Shane, talk to me about the overall the overall feel and, and really some of the overall themes that you're going to try to bring out in this show. We want to really do something that's unique because everybody loves College Game Day. ESPN has a great product. They give you a lot of information in a you know, two- or three-hour window. In a podcast, you got 45 minutes to an hour. So we want to make you as smart as you possibly uh, can get off of one hour of listening while still capturing the college game. It's a game that's emotional. It's a game... Um, unlike any other, so we want to we want to kind of harness that feel of the fall uh, of the grass of the student section, you know, uh, of all the cliches. We want to make you a smarter fan and a more passionate fan, but then we also want to have fun. Um, you know, we want to be able to uh, we want to be cool. We want to hit on. You know, we want to relate to all demographics. So, you know, if you're a guy sitting uh, at your office uh, midday, want to listen to a podcast, get smart and have a laugh or two. We think that's this is the podcast for you. If you really want to learn, if you're trying to learn about some prospects and learn some analysis, some uh, some tape uh, skills, some analytics skills, or you just want to keep up uh, on the on a week to week basis of how good teams actually are, uh, I think we're going to. I hope that we hit on every angle uh, and several times a week. Um, you come to us for everything college football and eventually NFL draft. Jeff, as you guys kind of sort of develop this show and look to put it together, what were some of the like things that you wanted to make sure that you guys were going to be able to talk about? I mean, Shane mentioned scheme, mentioned analytics. Are those some areas that you're going to be covering that probably really aren't talked about a lot of the college landscape? Absolutely. I mean, scheme is something that's not often touched on. Um, I think that the analytics of the game, that's, that's something that's an area that's still very gray when it comes to football um, and trying to trying to develop on that. I mean, I think the trying to be unique aspect of this podcast is always going to be in the forefront of our minds. Trying to not try to provide something that entertains people, but also like Shane said, informs, but at the same time, not just regurgitating what's already out there. So, you know, being able to provide that information in a new way is always going to be at the forefront of our minds and trying to try to bring something new to the table. I mean, looking at it from a, looking at it from a big picture standpoint, you know, we've got some things in the back of our minds right now that we like to develop into bigger things, but we want to get through, you know, week to week. There is such a drama to every week of college football. And I know mean, there's drama in the NFL too, but every week of college football means means so much in the whole grand scheme of things. So we're going to be able to both re- both review what happened the previous week, but also, you know, view everything within this lens of there re- really everything in the course of a season hinges on every week. It's not... One week is a throwaway. No week is a throwaway in college football. So I think being able to pinpoint that and being able to highlight that as much as we can 
while also providing some new content is really what we're focusing on. Jeff Shane, I want to dive into one of the teams that you guys have been talking about for a while now, just around inside the pylon, kind of behind the scenes, and you guys are really excited to watch this year and think that might hold the key to how this college season plays out. But before we dive into that, I want to remind our listeners that crossover football can help coaches win more games and make smarter use of the film room with their teams. Crossover breaks down and stats out your game film. It gives you searchable clips, advanced ODK, tendency reports, and a wealth of other great information that you coaches can access from your PC or mobile device. Your formations and personnel packages can be labeled with your own terminology. You can create custom highlight reels, and you can also exchange video with anyone on any platform, including all of your players and coaches. To try one game for free, sign up for a demo at crossover.com slash pylon. That's crossover with a K dot com slash pylon to get one breakdown for free today. Now, Jeff, Shane, as I mentioned before I give that read, you guys have been talking about one team a lot this offseason, saying that they might hold the key to how this season breaks down, and that's the Louisville Cardinals. Jeff, what is it about Louisville that has you guys so excited for this season? I think the one thing that we, we were focusing on when we looked at Louisville was their schedule and how the, the fact that they play Florida State September 17th, they're at Clemson October 1st, and then they're at Houston November 17th. You know, with Florida State and Clemson, you're talking about the top two contenders in the ACC right there in their conference. So and with Louisville being, you know, the, the third best team in the conference, arguably, I mean, that, that has, a lot to, has a lot going on right there. And then at Houston November 17th, you don't often see a, a non-conference game that deep in the season against two non, you know, they're not really traditional opponents, Louisville and Houston. And, and with Houston being talked about as the new, you know, non-Power non 5 darling, um, some may say that, but some may have them outside their top 25, raising my hand right now. Um, but, but having those three games on their schedule, and they have, they have one of the schedules that really has the, both two top teams in the country as well as a top non-Power 5. So that, that was important to us, at least when we looked at the teams in our top 25. Uh, the other thing is you know, Louisville ended the season with a win over Texas A&M last year. They returned 17 starters. Uh, Petrino's getting his getting his groove back at Louisville. I, I, there's a lot to like about the team, irrespective of their schedule as well. Shane, looking at this Louisville team and specifically the talent that's on it, who do you see them being a, a difficult matchup for out of some of those top 25 opponents that they have? Who do you think they are most likely to knock off out of the big dogs? That game with Clemson is really interesting. It's going to be late in the season, so we'll know more about both teams at that point. But just on paper, Clemson has to replace nine starters on defense. And historically, Petrino, Bobby Petrino's offenses are phenomenal. This year is no different. Uh, quarterback Lamar Jackson is one of the handful of most exciting players, at least on the offensive side of the ball. In college football, he can do a lot from a scrambling standpoint. He can do a lot throwing the ball down the field. They've got nice receivers. Uh, they've also uh, they've also got a really good defense, um, which is going to really put pressure on that Clemson offensive line. But specifically, I just think Louisville's offense versus a team like Clemson um, in August, when we don't know what they're bringing back, you know, that could be the type of game where it's a buzzsaw and Louisville pulls off an upset. Um, and by that point, it may not be an upset. But uh, they, they, like Jeff said, hold the key. I think in a lot of ways because. Houston could be undefeated when they play them or, or a one-loss uh, team at that point. Florida State's absolutely going to be the conversation, and Clemson's the 
preseason favorite to win the national championship. So they're going to affect at least a handful of teams or more um, with their three games this year. And I just think they're the type of team where if a couple of things bounce their way, even if they don't make the playoffs, they're in a New Year's Day Bowl, and they've affected the landscape of college football and kept maybe you know one or two teams out of the playoffs. Jeff, how important do you think the fact that Louisville returns, what is it, 17 starters on both sides, on the two sides of the ball, how important do you think that will be for them when they have to go up and play, you know, like you said, Clemson, they've got Florida State as well. Do you think that will give them an edge in those games against teams that might be a little bit more inexperienced? Yeah, I think it's, I think of teams less continuity struggle to start at the beginning of the season a little more than teams that bring back a lot of starters. I think Shane and I the other day were talking about Ohio State as well and the difficulty at the beginning of their schedule and the fact they're bringing back only six starters overall and how tough that is to get going in a new season and having actual game action without having much experience with the guys that you're going out there with. So I think that right off the bat is going to help them a great deal. Uh, I think easing into it, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything bad about you know Charlotte or Syracuse in their first two games, but easing into it before you go into Florida State is also, also helps them a little bit as well. I mean, Shane touched on their defense. I mean, Devontae Fields was a was a Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year at TCU before he transferred to to Louisville, and he's going to be an absolute beast this year. So they, Louisville has so much going for them right now. Again. We get three weeks into the season, and this all could be, you know, for naught as they lose to Florida State, and we all don't look as smart as we thought we were in August. Shane, taking a uh, an early, early, early look at the 2017 NFL Draft, who on this Louisville team do you like as a potential high round pick, as well as someone who may be more of a sleeper later on? There's three guys on defense, and I'll highlight two of them as high pick potential: Devontae Fields, the aforementioned player. Um, it's taken him a long time to finally get to this point. You know, he's had some off-field issues, uh, consistency on the field issues, but he's coming into this season one of the most hyped defensive players in the country at the edge position. He absolutely could be a top 64 pick. Um, at safety, Josh Harvey Clemens, former Georgia player, transfers to Louisville, playing under his old defensive coordinator at Louisville now. He is a box safety freak athlete. And for guys that liked Miles Killebrew last year, um, Keanu Neal, you know, J. Ron Curse uh, from the last draft, you know, Josh Harvey Clemens is that type of safety, but even bigger. He could probably play the Mark Barron, Alex Ogletree role at linebacker for the next level. So he's a guy that could absolutely be a top 64 pick if he puts on a good combine. Uh, a sleeper would be a cornerback, Shaq Wiggins, another Georgia transfer, junior cornerback. He could have a really good year. He may have another year in him. At Louisville, but don't uh, don't sleep on Shaq Wiggins. That defense is secondary, just good all around. Well, Jeff, Shane, I can tell you this much: we are all pretty excited for uh, what you have coming down the road here. Uh, again, the Pylon You podcast is it's live, it's ready to go, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what you guys have uh, up your sleeve over this fall and into uh, the spring for the draft. All right, hope to bring a lot of magic, could- boys. That's that's what's up our sleeve. Ooh, magic. We like magic. Magic kind of scares me a little bit. A little scary, you know? We like to cross all barriers. Scary's fine. Funny's fine. We'll do everything. Well, as long as you're touching all the the full range of human emotions, that's really all you can ask for. That's pretty much much what football does. Hopefully, uh, I'm sure that your show will as well. Again, it is the Pylon U podcast. If you do not subscribe to it, 
you're probably, well, just not a football fan. That's about all you can say about it. And to be quite frank, I don't want to deal with you if you don't want to subscribe to it. So, again, subscribe to uh, the Pylon U podcast. Jeff and Shane are going to be breaking down college football all year for us. Once again, uh, Jeff, Shane, wanted to uh, welcome you into our our podcast network that we are building. And, uh, again, we will uh, be catching up with you soon, uh, probably in the next couple weeks as games get underway, all right? Yeah, hashtag ITP Takeover. Hashtag ITP Takeover. Shane Alexander, Jeff Farer from the Inside the Pylon, Pylon U podcast. Mark, we are done with another show this week. We've got, I believe, one left to go tomorrow. And tomorrow's Friday. You know what that is. It is Kicker Friday, followed by Beer O'Clock. I know that everyone can get on board with that. We are out for the day, though. Tomorrow is Kicker Friday on the podcast, and we will see you right then. Right then.